welcome to Get Ready with Tony Stewart. Uh, this episode, I'm pleased to have on uh, Chris Hall, someone who I've known for a while. Chris is the founder of Estate Plan Navigator. Chris is a former top producing insurance agent and financial advisor with Great Northern Financial. Currently, Chris is on a mission to flip the numbers from 70% of adults in need of proper estate planning documents to 70% of mo or more who have them in place. And when time permits, Chris is a true golf addict. Now, the thing that's interesting about Chris's business and what I think makes him so interesting to the insurance nerds audience is that EP Navigator blends the use of technology and human advisors. And, you know, that's what we're really going to get into in this episode. But that's, that's what makes a state plan Navigator so unique, and I hope that you'll find that as we go through this uh, podcast. So, Chris, let's get started. Uh, um, do you want to tell me a little bit about what you do? Sure. Thanks, Tony. Um, at EP Navigator, it, we have created a one-of-a-kind cloud-based uh, platform that's paired up with a nationwide network of attorneys, and it allows an agent or an advisor to offer kind of in-house estate planning services in a really simple and affordable way. Um, in other words, the agent or the advisor is able to collaborate with an attorney and their client wherever they're conducting business. It can be Starbucks, in-home, in-office, wherever you are. Uh, it can even be done via a screen share. Um, and the documents are created in real time. Well, that's fantastic. So, I mean, it really fits in well then uh, with today's mobile world. It really does. Well, how did you get started with EP Navigator? Well, like you mentioned in the opening, you know, I'm a, I'm a former agent and advisor. I started by getting my life insurance license as a lot of, uh, at least the older guys like me did, um, and then found I needed to uh, maybe in order to offer all the things I wanted to offer and take really good care of my clients, I then got securities licensed and got my 65 and all that. And as I was building my practice down in Southern California in the San Diego area, um, I was frustrated because I had a lot of folks that we would uncover a need for estate planning documents. Um, and I would refer them to an attorney and for whatever reason, it's a long list, but they wouldn't get it done. Um, whether they don't want to discuss the issue, whether it was, it was often cost, um, even if their situation was really kind of a straightforward, you know, mom, dad, two kids, a house, you know, real straightforward. It was expensive. It was difficult and clunky to get to the attorney and make that happen. So I went in search of a solution that you know, made sense for those folks and was more approachable. And I found a company out of San Diego that would do that. And I used them for 10 years. It was a great process and it was sort of very early internet. So uh, there, we didn't have a lot of the tech that we have today. Al Gore hadn't invented the internet yet. <laughs> uh, but so I literally hand wrote the client's information down on a data intake form, shipped it off to an attorney and a few weeks later, documents came back to us. The cool thing about that process was it allowed me to quarterback the process. I could sit with the client. They didn't need to get dressed up and go to an attorney appointment. You know, I had some control over the process, but I let the attorney take care of all the actual things that needed to be done by an attorney. Well, uh, 
10 years later, I sold my practice, but I became good friends with the folks uh, at Legacy Legal, which was the name of the company back then in San Diego. And I probably did 200 or so estate plans through them for my clients. Well, fast forward to a couple of years ago, uh, one of the founders of Legacy called me up and said, hey, look, I'm building a new company. And we're going to finally bring this tech. We're going to take advantage of technology. And uh, he asked me to partner with him and be the marketing arm and, and uh, the service arm because I knew a little bit about being on the advisor side. So yeah. that's kind of how we've come circle. Uh, and I started uh, Estate Plan Nav Navigator about two years ago. Well, fantastic. And I think you hit on something that all of us face that um, work directly with clients is that sometimes it can be a challenge to help clients get their information together to take care of a certain task. Mm -hmm. And in this case, a state EP navigator. So what tools would you recommend to an advisor to help their clients get ready for working with uh, accessing another service such as estate planning? Well, so, you know, we've, they've been doing it a well, I call it the wrong way for a long time, and that's referring out to an attorney. But they didn't know that they had any choices, really. Mm -hmm. um, um, it's, a, it's an area where a lot of advisors have, are fearful, and rightfully so. They don't want to be involved in the, um, or being perceived as practicing law, right? So safest thing to do is you know, refer the client out to the attorney and let, let the attorney take care of that. So we're changing that. We're we're allow, our tool allows the attorney to extend their practice into the agent's practice, so to speak. And so mm -hmm. now we can connect, connect all the parties, the three parties, the client, the attorney, and the advisor. We can connect them together through our software. And that's, I think that's the power. Definitely. What that doing. is powerful. I, I, you know, one of the things that I read recently uh, was an article titled, Is the Referral Dead? And I think, you know, in this context, it really is because it's still the agent or advisor is not doing the estate plan themselves. They are bringing in a third party to manage the estate plan, but they're still able to stay involved, which I think is an advisor helps you manage the relationship helps the comfortable, uh, helps the client feel comfortable. I'm sure one of the things that you've noticed as well in working with clients and getting them to sit down with an estate uh, planning attorney is that I think oftentimes there's a sense of intimidation mm. and a sense sure. of, you know, I, I got to meet with an estate planning lawyer. I don't know what a trust is. I don't know what a will is. Th this is a lot. So the natural tendency is just not to do anything. Mm. Um, you know, I've taken a look, as you know, at uh, EP Navigator, and I'm a huge advocate of what you're doing and the simplicity of the software. Uh, you know, do, do you find that that simple, I, I, I shouldn't say simple because that's far from it. You make it look simple, but it's a really complex intake form. Do you think that helps clients by lowering the intimidation factor? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it that I think uh, m more than the fact that our solution is cost effective, the feedback we get more often than, you know, wow, what a great value is 
wow, that was really a lot simpler than we thought it was going to be. Um, and even back in the day as an advisor myself, I, I joke a little bit with folks that take on, I said, be careful, you might get some unsolicited hugs, usually from the wives, but because you get through this process and they're just so thankful that someone showed them down the way down this path and uh, got you to, got them to the finish line. So in the simplicity, you're exactly right. People, there are, there's a certain segment of people that are very comfortable around attorneys. Um, they understand attorneys like to make things a little more complex sometimes, but uh, most folks don't want to go down that road. They want this thing simplified for them. Definitely. And yeah, I think that's a factor, even with people when they're uh, reviewing their insurance needs, as we both know, is that they're often put off and delay making their insurance purchasing or change decisions uh, because it's too much, you know, to go through, oh, what's this different deductible? Do I, you know, do I need this extra endorsement rider or what's this going to do, you know, rather than, you know, this is my issue. Can you help me solve it? And and I think that's, that's what you've done with EP Navigators you've simplified it to two or three issues that you can help clients solve. Uh, For those who haven't taken a look at EP Navigator, haven't heard of it, uh, there's basically three uh, services offered. There's, There's a little more to it, but you can do a power of attorney online. You can do a will. You can do a trust. I mean, Chris, you can elaborate on that a little bit further. Sure. Uh, So, but that's the basics. Um, Now, one of the other things too is that the intake starts online or people can uh, call up and talk to somebody, but do you see this blend of technology and human advisors as being a trend for the future rather than just a pure insure tech play? I do. uh, You know, I, I, I think for the reasons we've sort of been touching on, I think there's this level of comfort that the client has or the customer has at this point it, in the advancement of technology, sort of this AI uh, hybrid that we've got going. I think the human touch is still important in the, in the equation um, for a, a level of comfort, the personal touch, um, and quite frankly, AI is just, not, at least not in my world, it's not advanced enough to do everything that needs to be done. So I don't, I know technology is moving fast, but I personally don't see uh, a scenario where the human element is out of this. It just, it, I think it's, we're, we're not ready. Maybe a couple generations younger than myself uh, that will become more um, comfortable with that, but I don't see any time really soon. Definitely. Well, one thing that I found surprising is, you know, I recently put out uh, Get Ready and that I found that there was a huge reception from 20 year olds, which I completely did not expect to a paper based planner and organizer, you know, that they really like that. And, you know, the common sentiment is that, you know, there's technology and everything that they do that they want to just have a tactile relationship mm-hmm. with something and uh you know get away they they don't want to popular to common belief 20 year olds and 30 year olds don't want to give all their information 
up to companies, they understand much better than, let's say, somebody more mature like us. You know, <laughs> nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of, of giving away all your information for free or to some, you know, or many third parties. Yeah, you know, now that you bring that up, I've seen a tr real trend in articles and re I've been reading more and more of that same thing where there's, a, there's beginning to be a fair amount of pushback in how much we share online and what we do online. So yeah, I, I see that for sure. Yeah, and, and that's an interesting thing. Um, so do you see a future for an industry as slow moving as the insurance industry to move away from using boilerplate forms and intakes and rating sheets to doing a tech-driven solution like EP Navigator where you know, the clients are doing some of the stuff online and the agents are helping them make the decisions and do all the planning. Do you see that working in the insurance industry? I, I do. And, it, and, and I've been out of, the, out of the industry for quite a while. I sold my practice in 2009. But from some reading, I'm pretty sure they're already using a, a fair bit of it, maybe in some underwriting. Um, and I, see, I can see a real opportunity there. I know it's I mean, it's a, it may be a little bit of a, a sore subject, a lot of the online purchasing of insurance and that a com the competitor to the human that we, we see. And you, you're certainly uh, the expert in that area, but I, I absolutely see huge opportunities for AI to enter into the insurance side of things. And it, it's going to make people make the process more efficient. I mean, we've already seen a shift to online, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but absolutely, there's a place for it. Yeah, and I think everybody up and down uh, the insurance ladder or ecosystem sees that there's a need to make the process a little bit smoother. Like on the life insurance side, having it take, you know, six to eight weeks to underwrite a policy in today's world is just it just seems like an, something out of the past, even though it's only four or five years. <laughs> no, I agree. And you're, they, insurance is, let's face it, they're risk averse uh, and they're very conservative. And I was shocked um, when earlier this year, I discovered that one of the biggest, I won't name names, that one of the biggest and oldest large insurance companies has adopted um, or has created a rider to a term life policy that included some estate planning. Mm -hmm. uh, and that to me just, wow, that was because that's pushing the envelope for an insurer to do that. And so we were pretty shocked, but happy because now we're, we're uh, working on a very similar product. So uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Yeah. I, I think the insurance companies overall are starting to see how they can, incorporate technology you know once we've been over this huge thing with blockchain where everybody what was it last year two years ago everybody was obsessed with blockchain and blockchain was going to mm -hmm. solve the world's problems I, I mean blockchain is definitely a great tool and solution uh but it's not the be all and end all because it, you know like we've been talking about there is still a place for the human element uh, and people are going to want to deal with people. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, as you've built out EP Navigator, what have you, what have been some of the surprises, you know, coming from being an agent and advisor working directly with clients yourself? Yeah. A couple of things, uh, a couple of lessons I learned along the way from being an agent. Um, and then to your question on the challenges, but the lesson I learned from being on the agent side is how important the relationship with the client is. Um, I was really lucky that I was taught early on that, you know, the stronger and the deeper your relationship is, the more likely that client or prospect is going to trust you and mm -hmm. that, and they'll ultimately stay a client and refer business to you. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, this is nothing new, and, but there's more and more discussion of this that I see uh, about how you need to know more about your client than just their financial picture. You've got to get to know them on a deeper level. And uh, the better you are at that and the more services you provide that maybe help that process along, um, I think the better clientele you're going to have. Um, as far as challenges, uh, interesting, when I started EP Navigator, as a former advisor, I had this just feeling absolutely every advisor is going to want this tool, they're going to need it, and they're going to use it. Well, the first two things happen, they want it, they need it. What they haven't all done is use it. We're getting a, 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 I'm not complaining. Our response has been incredible over the last two years. It's the most fun thing I think I've ever done. Um, but we're asking agents and advisors to change their behavior. And that's difficult. It's hard to teach people to do things differently than they've already been doing, especially if they're not in pain already. If they're going along, making a living, and they've got their processes it's really easy for them to get excited about a new offering. It's more difficult for us to get them to change the behavior and use it. So I think that's been our biggest challenge, but it's happening. It's taken it two years of dripping on them and little by little we see them adopting and making the changes, which is really exciting. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a real change in paradigm uh, for advisors. Um, you know, one of the things we've talked about is, you know, how do you see something like EP Navigator potentially being an add-on service to um, a property and casualty agent or a life agent, you know, as the value add, maybe creating something like a business owner or family plus, plus plan mm -hmm. where you're helping that client solve life issues rather than selling a particular insurance product. And you started to touch on it as deepening the relationship. How do you see that uh, benefiting people? Or yeah, the, yeah, the PNC people, I think, can really, if you're not already at least identifying the need, you're, you're talking to them about insurance and succession planning and all the things that you're doing, it's a natural to have this conversation about, do you have your estate planning documents in place? Well, again, if you're just referring them out, which until now, hopefully, you know, that was, that was all you knew to do. Um, now you have the opportunity to create a relationship with EP Navigator where you could refer your clients to us, we'll, or, or you can have your own portal and help quarterback your clients through this process. And what we think you'll gain from that, like you mentioned, Tony, 
is the is that stronger, deeper relationship. You've solved a really important piece of the picture for them, for these folks that they thought was maybe highly complex or super expensive or what unapproachable. You do that. Um, that kind of marries that client or that customer to you in a new way. And I think I think that's very powerful. Um, so I think I think that's one of the biggest benefits you get. The other thing I talked to an agent the other day, who um, uh, he was mentioning two years ago before he started using EP Navigator, he said he referred a client out to an attorney for their estate plan. Well, the attorney in turn referred that client to a friend agent of theirs. Said you should talk to my friend, the agent as well. He nearly lost the business because he had to refer to this attorney. Yeah, so, yeah and, and I do hear that happening occasionally. So I, oh, yeah. I call it put a fence around your client. Offer this, as many services as you can, sort of within your own uh, tent or your own business or whatever. Um, that's going to protect you from your competition a little bit. And so anyway, I think those are ways that, that a PNC um, agent could take advantage of what we do. Yeah, and, and I see how that work, you know, could work too, is you know, if you're working with a multi-generational family business, is that it helps bridge the relationship to the next generation where you, know, you may have been providing in, you know, liability and workers' comp to uh, family business for 30 years, you know, uh, the current generational is retiring, you have the kids coming in to run the business, you know, that that's a way of staying in touch and really not just being an insurance agent, but being a trusted advisor, mm -hmm. um, changing your positioning as an advisor to being a resource and people like people who help. Yeah, uh, you know, bottom line. So d bringing in an extra service, I, I, I think makes sense. And I think that's where, you know, there's such a fit for a service such as EP Navigator and, you know, and, and across the spectrum for different needs uh, for insurance agents to help introduce their clients to um, that will help benefit them, of course, by helping them retain their business, but by at the end of the day, by being a better resource for the clients, which of course is going to help you uh, grow as an advisor or as an insurance company or, you know, whatever form of business that you're running. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. Yeah. I think, I think you hit on something that in the, uh, certainly in the advisor, the, the, the financial advisor side. And as we, we expand into the PNC side, we, we do hear um, a lot of feedback from advisors about what you mentioned a moment ago, Tony, of um, access to the next generation. And it's a natural process by helping through this, the, they're getting their estate planning documents in place. You're going to gain access to that next generation. You're going to um, uh, be able to chat with them and build that relationship. Cause I, I'm imagining it's the same in, that scenario as it is in the financial planning side where when the wealth transfers or a business transfers to the next generation, well, that younger generation may have a different insurance person they'd like to work with. Uh, mm -hmm. Same as the, the financial planner side. 
So you want to have that relate that relationship on firm ground if you can and protect that business long term. Definitely, and get to know the uh, incoming generation. I think that's sometimes what happens is they just don't have the familiarity, and they don't see the value that somebody may have added over 20 years of having a relationship. Uh, you know, because they don't have the experience to see that right. that 20 years of institutional knowledge does actually present an asset. Yeah, it's about has value. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, one of the things I know that has been really a key strategy for you at EP Navigator and that you've hit on is partnerships. Um, so what advice do you give people for creating an effective partnership? What constitutes an effective partnership for you? And what can people do to create effective partnerships in their businesses? Yeah, you know, it's, it's been one of the more fun things I do, uh, honestly, is, and I think what I've learned along the way is you have to genuinely want to help the, your partner succeed. You've got to get in and understand, you know, what it is that partner is trying to achieve and what are their goals and, and how you can help each other. Um, I think if you do that, it's a no brainer. Um, but if you're only looking out, you know, for what can get you business, um, I, I don't think you're going to succeed in that, in the idea of a partnership. It's like anything, I'm, this is not rocket science, but you need to know what it's going to take to help that other person and where are they headed? And you want to try and help them get there. Definitely. And I think that actually ties back into two things that you mentioned is one about the attorney referring somebody out to another insurance agent and whether referrals, you know, or, or that I mentioned that referrals are dead is, you know, uh, that maybe we need to look at this business that we have is rather than referrals is that when we do bring in uh, another service or another advisor that we're bringing them in as a partner in our business, not in the traditional sense of that they own a part of the business, but they are a partner in serving the client. Right. Uh, yeah, great it, point. Good way to put it. Yeah. So sure. good. Yeah. I see that as an interesting trend for the future. And since we're talking about trends, um, you know, are there other trends that you're seeing uh, from where you sit running an EP navigator? Yeah. And I, I, the one, the one thing that comes to mind and I'm not, maybe it's not a new trend, but uh, it's certainly for me, I see more and more of it. Um, and that's uh, even in uh, talking with advisors and agents is the uh, just online, the screen sharing meetings. And, mm -hmm. I, and, and I'm not talking about uh, like one state to another state, expanding your business we're talking about within the same city people doing screen share meetings because they're such a huge time saver. I mean, don't ask your client to get in the car and drive in. Sorry, I'm picking on you, Tony and Bay area traffic <laughs> for, for 45 minutes to get to your office for an hour meeting and then sit in the car 45 more minutes, jump on a video screen share, get your business done and give that client those two hours of commute back to them. We don't have a lot of time. So I'm seeing and hearing more and more the, the idea of um, doing business online screen sharing. And I love it. I, I love the idea because we can get a lot done and we can still have a face-to-face -face meeting. It's not quite the same, but 
um, I think it, it's nice. I, I like that trend personally. Well, and I think that raises a great point. It's, and it's to some degree uh, more, more intimate than just picking up the phone is having a little bit of a video conference. Of course, some people are not big on uh, yeah. video calls, but uh, you it's know, coming. It, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know, th there is FaceTime, <laughs> but you know, th there are tools like, you know, zoom, uh, which is what we're using to record this broadcast. And, you know, Zoom allows me to share my screen and do all kinds of really neat things. And this is not an ad for Zoom by <laughs> any means. Uh, there's multiple tools out there. But, uh, you know, it, it allows you and I to meet and, uh, you know, saves us time from having to travel to get together in person. Because as you point out, you can have both have much more of a productive day if you use uh, video meetings you know, and uh, use your in-person meetings selectively. Yep. Yep. So, um, so do you have any fun or interesting stories that you've picked up along the way doing EP Navigator? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You warned me about this question, and I and there there's only one that comes to mind. So since starting EP Navigator, and since we're talking about online and video meetings, um, I schedule demonstrations of our product quite often and I'm talking to financial advisors and insurance agents all day every day. Well, I booked an appointment several months ago for an online uh, web conference or web meeting with a, a gentleman and uh, we started our meeting and um, I don't think he was aware that his camera on his laptop was on and I was not sure what I should do. He, I call this story underwear man. He, oh no. <laughs> we're going here. So the poor guy's sitting in his laptop, literally in his underwear. I know that he was in his underwear because I made a comment partway through the meeting. Cause like I said, when it started, I wasn't sure if I should say anything to him. And I made a comment partway through the meeting that, indicated or something about the background in his house and he and he he immediately knew he was in trouble and he got up to close the blinds or do something so I see underwear man running across the room so that I think that's the, the it it's happened several times not the underwear part but where people just don't know they have their video camera on when we're talking so I, I just yeah. thought that was funny poor guy he would but we got a, we had a good laugh out of it, and we had a good meeting, and he ended up being an advisor with us. So, <laughs> oh, fantastic! It does make you think, though, sometimes when you're talking to people, you know, check some things camera. you really don't want to know. Yeah, <laughs> always check your camera. Check that little light, you know, yeah. <laughs> if it's on. So, you know, yeah. and that's what they joke around. You know, that's why you want to dress up when you're at home. Pretend. Right. <laughs> My dad always told me to do that. <laughs> Well, Just it, like your work. Exactly. Um, so do you have a number one tip or rule for success that you'd like to share with uh, the insurance nerds crowd? Well, I'm always, I'm always feel a little awkward giving out advice, but I think if I was to th say one thing to p people in the insurance and financial market in the, in that world is um, marketing. Um, and that can, if you don't have a big marketing budget, you're just starting out, um, that can be talking to people. Um, 
you know, whatever it takes, always be marketing because it's real easy. And, and maybe I think of this because I, I was pretty good at it. It's real easy to get caught up in busy work and feel like you did something worthwhile for your business that day. But if you're not marketing, your pipeline's going to be dry before you know it. And you just have to be consistent in your marketing. And that, that works in, in just about any industry, right? But it's, it, to me, I think if you're a good marketer, obviously you have to have the tools and you got to do the right thing for your customers. But if you're going to be successful, you've got to be, you've got to either be a marketer yourself or get someone to market for you. Definitely. And I think that's also something that people oftentimes miss is not only marketing daily from the jobs where you're expected to market, but that a lot of us are marketers that we don't think we're marketers. We might think we're a customer service representative or we're an underwriter or we're an actuary. And, uh, you know, those people are still marketing something. They're marketing uh, the products that they're developing or they're marketing the relationship or whatever that, that all of us, you know, uh, there's so much buzz around being your own brand that I'm not sure (laughs) we should hit on that too much. But I, I, I think there is something to that theory that, you know, we all need to market a little bit and to market ourselves and remember that, you, you know, we're marketing who we are and how we want to do things and how we want to be presented in our business. And I think that's one of the things, um, you know, maybe to bring this around full circle before we close out is to EP Navigator that I think one of the things that has impressed me about EP Navigator is, and I, I, you know, I'm going to ask you if this was intentional in the design is that it, it is an extension and a respectfulness of the person who's bringing uh, people in. So the advisors who use EP Navigator, that EP Navigator is a professional partner of the advisor. I, I mean, was that purposeful in the design? Absolutely. And that's why our contracts are called, called an advisor partner agreement. Um, and we, we look at, you said this earlier, Tony, you know, we look at our advisors, our agents, our, anybody using the tool as a partner. Um, because without them, we don't have anything. We, we, need, we need each other. Uh, we have amazing technology. We have a great product. We have a great set of documents. They're, you know, they're outstanding, but we need, we need our partners to uh, help us spread the word. And like you said in the opening, flip those numbers and get, get all these people that don't have even the most basic documents. We're trying to get them and make them uh, easy to access for everybody. Definitely. So maybe like people who live in a flood zone should have flood insurance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of those, by the way. <laughs> I know. I, I finally bought earthquake insurance a couple of years ago and I live in California. So what do I know? Yeah, right. Well, you, did it. You, you, you were slow to pull the trigger, but you got it done. Way to go. <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it's the old saying, you know, the cobbler's last one to get their shoes fixed. Yeah. Uh, we, where we live here in Florida, uh, the FEMA is remapping our flood zone currently. 
and we're going to be actually moving out of man of flood zone or mandatory mandatory insurance and uh, so i'm going to be faced with a decision here pretty soon do i keep it or do i not keep it <laughs> but anyway yeah that that's a tough one if they had you in a flood zone at one point it's kind of like well you know if, if you're that close <laughs> it's hard to let it go because yeah. that'll be the year the hurricane does hit so. Yeah. Well, if you have tips for Chris on his flood insurance, of course, you can leave a comment right. <laughs> for Chris. Oh, I'd love to hear your logic. <laughs> <laughs> that could be another topic. Yeah, so anyway, um, you know, Chris, it's been a real pleasure to have you on. Uh, where can people learn more about EP Navigator? Uh, it's pretty simple. Um, just log on to epnavigator.com. Um, lots of good information there on the website and the ability if you'd like to uh, book a call with me, uh, learn more, have a demonstration of how the platform works. Um, it's all right there. Our calendar's up. Click and make an appointment. We'd love to talk with you. Well, that's great, Chris. Well, thanks again for coming on. Uh, today we've had Chris Hall um, from EP Navigator, the founder of Estate Plan Navigator on Get Ready with Tony Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks, Tony. Oh, 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 oh,